1: Hello, hello, and welcome into another edition of Financial Choices Matter podcast with Charles Scott, my friend and yours, at least my friend anyway. Uh, he could be your friend. I don't know. But uh, Charles, how you doing, buddy? Good, Mark. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Looking forward to another fun topic the podcast show with you and excited to talk about our, just the things I've got on the docket for today. But before we get into that real fast, I wanted to ask you, we, you know, we get a lot of questions. We even had some uh, last podcast, last couple podcasts about taxes. And we made a kind of a point on our last show to talk a little bit about one of those constants in retirement being taxes. And you need to be, you know, aware of that and plan through that. Can you kind of maybe just share with us a, a story about taxes? Like actually, you know, kind of show us uh, where you helped somebody save or be better prepared on that.
0: Yeah, this is interesting. This is one of those timely things where something just, for me, it's like you see something two or three times and it's like, okay, I need to pay attention to it. Or I didn't know this that you were going to ask this question, but just within the last month, uh-huh. we had new clients that we're working with that we've been talking about doing conversions from their, everything they have is in tax-deferred items right, right. 401 cases. Which case we've, been,
1: we've been preaching that, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, we've been talking about, let's convert, let's convert. Tax rates are low right now. Well, so that was what we were going to do. And what we were also doing, we were looking, because we look at everything about them. Would we do a plan for a client? And one of the things, because in the office, for those of you that know us, Sherry is my wife, my partner, and an expert in Medicare and Social Security. And she came across this, that the wife was just turning sixty five and there is a strategy that goes away at the end of this year, but where she could restrict her application for her benefit, take her spousal benefit, let hers grow till eight seventy. And what we did in just you know digging through the details of their their stuff came up with the ability that somewhere between thirty five and forty thousand dollars we're gonna be able to give her free social security money that's gonna pay the conversion costs to convert to a Roth. Oh wow on some of this stuff. You know, uh, and it was just this wasn't fluky because like I said, Sherry knows the social security stuff inside and out and lots of advisors think they do when they don't. That's been our experience anyway, but it, we just worked that to us. It was free money. It was, she was not expecting to ever get it. There was no expect, you know, I mean, they didn't even know that she could do it this way. And, you know, we coached her through the call with the social security lady that set it all up and got it all done. And it's like, money's going to start coming in over the next, Three years, and it's going to total, like I said, somewhere between thirty-five and forty thousand dollars. Those dollars are going to be, you know, that's free, man. That's free money. Let's
1: just <laughs> pay, the,
0: pay the conversion costs, and you're nothing out of pocket.
1: Yeah, that's good stuff, man. So
0: that was, yeah, we were really excited about
1: it. Yeah, I bet she was too. <laughs> yeah, she was. <laughs> so, uh, so hopefully that helps kind of put a little bit of a, a real world application. For a lot of our podcast listeners who do have a lot of questions around taxes and how it can really make a, a big difference in your retirement, and I, again, I go see last uh, our last podcast where we talk about that a little bit in our retirement constants. You might uh, find that useful as well. All right, but uh, let's go ahead and turn to our main topic for this week's podcast or this times around. I always say this week because I feel like I'm I feel like I talk to you every week, but I know I don't. So uh, either way, let's talk about the. <laughs> conversations. I mean that's what we do anyway here, right? We have good conversations, but let's talk about the awkward ones. <laughs> the ones that okay. that are a little clunky that no one you know we're, we're not comfortable with these things. Sometimes it's You know, it's just like anything in life. You need to kind of bring up those things that make you squirm just a little bit. But there's a good point to it. Like it's the topics that really do have some serious weight to them. And so let's take a look at how, Charles, like you navigate some of these tricky situations. For example, I'll just get right to it. The death of a spouse, how it affects the finance. Like when you have to talk to the spouse of someone who's passed away about what's going to happen now with their financial plan, obviously that's got to be awkward.
0: Ah, you know, honestly, Mark, it can be for some people, but if you've had any kind of a conversation with it uh, it previously, yeah, I mean, we feel we feel awful for it. Sure. Right. You know, obviously, that's that's the emotional reaction, but it doesn't have to be awkward because it's something that you've sort of set the stage for knowing that ultimately somewhere along the line, it's going to happen. Okay. Uh, Does it alter the plan from a financial point of view? Yeah. It's going to do it to some degree, but again, if you do it right, if you plan it correctly, then these are just honest, heartfelt conversations that people need to have. And I neither Sherry, nor I feel like this is awkward at all because it's just part of life. Yeah. And we're trying to plan for their future financial life. And so, you know, It's never fun, but at the same time, when you couch it correctly and have set the stages for if this happens, then we'll do this. And if that happens, we'll do something different you know that's all you can do you can make the best plans you can and you still never know what's going to you know when it's going to happen or what's going to happen yeah, so yeah okay um, okay so yeah, wait, but that's a, but that's a tough one that's yeah. probably the toughest one of all
1: okay so we'll definitely say we'll we'll put that in the tough category maybe not as awkward uh <laughs> but yeah definitely still a complex thing to deal with and maybe a lot of these might fall better into tough conversations than maybe necessarily awkward but Tough and important. Tough and important. Okay. So let's back it up a little bit and say, you know, not in that extreme of a situation, but still a very important one. You're working with clients, and, you know, maybe I would think you want an advisor who will push you to address some of the things that us humans tend to want to avoid. And our mortality certainly was one of those. So, nursing home care or. Long term care, whatever. I think a lot of people put nursing home care as the words because nursing home sounds much more terrifying to most people than long term care.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. And in some instances, it's totally justified. Well, oh, yeah, know, we hope exactly. It's, we, you know, we've talked about it before. It's the whole idea of, I, if I didn't have a plan for this, then it's going to scare the crap out of you, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> right. If you kind of have a plan or you know that it's a possibility, it's, nobody ever wants to believe that they're going to be the statistic that says, you know, like three out of four people will need some kind of long-term care sometime in their life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well we, we always get that, Well, it won't be me. Okay. That's, I get what you're saying, but you're factually incorrect and you can plan for it. You have to do it the right way. I mean, we'll talk, you know, this is long-term care insurance. How do you do it? It's different from what it used to be, or it can be different. There's a lot more creative ways to deal with it and to have some kind of financial plan in place to take care of the cost of that. But it's something that we feel it is that, that this conversation, before the need for, you know, having to go into a nursing home or have long-term care, or maybe it's in-home care or whatever, the conversation about that has to happen. And we're so adamant about that. That we have people, if someone will not talk to us as part of their overall financial plan and just don't, won't have this part of the conversation, that we'll have them sign a disclaimer that says, I refuse to talk to them about it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's how much we believe in it because, you know, yeah. it's gigantically important. You know, if you knew three out of, if you could bat 750, you three out of four times in baseball, you know,
1: you have a pretty big contract.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what? You you just can't do that. Yeah. But you know, but that's the statistic. Yeah. Of the fact that you're going to need it, so let's be prepared for it, and not be surprised by the fact that that might happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you were hitting 750 consistently, you definitely. <laughs> You would be uh, – the, the two larger contracts that were signed earlier this year would be nothing <laughs> compared yeah, to that. Yeah,
0: if you were hitting 750, you must be playing slow pitch.
1: Yeah, something, right. Okay, so tough conversations needed, though. Clearly, the long-term care needed, needed, needed. And the sooner you can have it and be honest with yourself, I think the better your situation might be. But let's have the – Let's have a chat about, okay, someone comes in to see you, Charles, they, they want you to help them get their retirement plan together. They're saying, we would like to retire on X date. And you have to then have that conversation after working the numbers and building a plan and saying, well, you know, we may have to work longer than we planned based on this. Is that a little tough? Is that a little awkward? Does that kind of hit people a little, you know, tough to kind of handle?
0: You can think that it might be, but we've always said when we meet somebody for the very first time, we will tell them. One of the things we try to tell them is we're going to tell you stuff you need to know, which might not be what you want to hear. You know, So what? You, know, you need to know this. You need right. to understand the realities of where you're at. So we can start
1: making changes, know. right? Yeah.
0: And if that doesn't make you happy, then don't work with us. I, you know, because we're not going to waiver. Oh, well, it made them uncomfortable. We're not going to talk about that anymore. Well, right. that's wrong. That's, you know, that's not doing our job. Right. So, yeah, I mean, some people just get tired of the company they're working for, but love the work. We've had that happen multiple times in the last three or four years where hate the company. You know, it's changed. Right. Love the job. But if I could find another one, you know, but they're in sort of a, you know, a niche area where they can't just go do something. Use the same same skill set. Just go do somebody else because there's nobody else in town that does it kind of thing. Gotcha, right. So, you know, but you have to have, you know, so if you have to work longer, you have to work longer. Okay. You know, know, uh, what are you going to do?
1: Well, hopefully come in with an open mind, right? Hopefully (laughs) most people, right.
0: Uh, Mm. Or don't have one, but, Go away.
1: (laughs) Well, and I, you know, it's like we talked about before too. And maybe I shared this with you. Maybe I didn't, but a gentleman was telling me a couple of weeks ago and I thought it was pretty interesting. He said, I wouldn't have thought I would have saw the day that uh," we talk about obviously having a diversified and well-balanced portfolio, but you need to have diversification in your news sources in the modern area to get well-balanced, you know, or potentially balanced news because you can't get really the straight skinny from any one place. You now have to go looking to find the middle, you know, to find for your news, because everybody, you can find someone to tell you basic, to agree exactly with what you believe, if that's what you're looking for.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's not news. It's my opinion of the news.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So there's nothing that's unbiased anymore. Yeah. It's just, so, you know, if it makes you crazy, I will say, we just say this to clients all the time. If it makes you crazy and you don't enjoy it, stop
1: doing stop it. Stop watching it. Yeah. 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 And listen I think, to the, po-
0: listen to these podcasts. Exactly. Way there.
1: exactly. And, and, and with, <laughs> with clients that I would think you want someone who's going to be unbiased to say, Hey, Fred, sorry, you're not going to be ready to retire. You know, whether he wants to hear that or not. And then hopefully then write that open mindedness. Okay. But here's what we're going to do to get us, you know, to that point, maybe a year later or two years later or whatever.
0: Yeah. Exactly. It's, you got to tell them what the truth is. Yeah.
1: And that's what you want. It's like your doctor. You don't want your doctor to go, well, you kind of have a heart problem, but we we won't worry about it. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> you yeah. know, it makes thing. you
0: uncomfortable Then we'll just, that's okay. Just yeah. We'll talk
1: going. about your knee instead. Yeah. You don't want that. Yeah. All right. So final one here for awkward conversations and then we'll get into some email questions. The kids, the legacy portion, do your kids understand the, the estate, the legacy plan, how do they fit in it? if they fit into it at all, you know, so I guess there's multiple ways you could talk about this. Some people probably don't want to plan legacy. Some others do. And then at other times, maybe the kids didn't even know about things. I guess there's multiple avenues where you could have interesting conversations.
0: Oh, absolutely. And one of the things again, that we always try to do is, uh, well, we'll tell, we'll tell people, Hey, we're happy to have the kids come in all of, you know, have a family get together a family meeting or with their living someplace else, if they come in to visit, whatever, you know, we'll have the conversation with the parents. First is like, how much do you want us to explain to them what we're doing and why we're doing what we're doing with you and how it all fits. And most of the time everybody's going, oh yeah, we, you know, we want them to know they are the legacy. You know, that's why we have the beneficiaries set up the way we do, or we've got a trust that's set up to do this or that or the other thing. Right. And so it's like, let's just be open and candid with it. And just why, why we're looking at, positioning the parents' financial situation in the way that we are this is the way that it not only benefits them but it also potentially then benefits the kids going forward and it's just so everybody ends up being on the same page sometimes you get some pushback from parents but most of the time you know they're they're happy to have that happen and a lot of times kids really didn't have much of an idea and it's always refreshing when they go oh, okay I get why they're doing what they're doing and so that that's just makes sense. I, that's just good common sense stuff.
1: Right, exactly. You know, one of the things I like about our podcast here, at Charles, with you, is that a lot of what we talk about, we try to do keep it on a common sense level. We do have to share some bigger information from time to time, and we do that, but if you take a step back and you remove try to remove a little bit of the anxiety that comes with, oh gosh, I gotta get my plan together or what am I doing, and just take baby steps. What is the saying? What's the old kid joke? How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? One bite at a
0: time. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So, you know, you just work through this stuff one bite at a time. So very good.
0: You said common sense. And I'm gonna make one quick comment Go here. My father always said common sense was the rarest commodity in the world. And I think it's gotten even rarer.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's going right out the window. Yeah, that's uh, for sure. If we could put it on the stock exchange, boy, it would trade pretty pretty. No, impressive. it'll be volatile.
0: So that's a whole thing. <laughs> it not. would be very volatile. That's a different topic.
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. All right, well, we're gonna turn our attention to our email questions. We'll get to our podcast wrapped up here for you. But if you got some questions, if you need a little help with uh, you know, these financial choices because they matter, aka hint of the name of our podcast, then give Charles a call at 480-513-1830- and have a conversation, come in for a chat. 480-513-1830. He is a fiduciary advisor at Peloton Capital Management, serving the Scottsdale area. And of course, you can always go to the website, pelotoncapital.com. That is pelotoncapital.com, P-E-L-L-E-T-O-N. That's how you spell it, capital.com. And subscribe to our podcast uh, check out his website he's got a lot of good things on there and get yourself all set up that way to have a chat with him he's been featured in Forbes Kiplinger Yahoo Finance and more places and right here of course on our podcast all right Charles email questions for you that have come in to us and we've got a couple of good ones this week Kevin in Scottsdale he says my employer says they are going to stop matching the 401k contributions in a few months because they have to offset the rising health insurance costs. If I'm not getting a match, should I just stop contributing to my work 401k and put that money someplace else?
0: Great question. Thank you, Kevin, for it. It would help if I had a lot more information about you so that I could give you a real cogent answer here. But yeah, I think there's a very, you know, the match was free money. And, you know, we always recommend people take the match, if not, you know, maybe not more than the match, depending on circumstances. But, you know, what What we would look at then, and also depends on how much you were contributing and how comfortable you are with how much you could contribute to something else that you might be wanting to look at, you know, just putting dollars into a Roth IRA, depending, you know, because you can put, you know, there's a limit to what you can do in the Roth. And it's not right. as much as you could do inside your 401k plan. Right. Uh, the other thing you might, want to look into would be life insurance, because we're looking, you know, both of those cash value life insurance. Now you go, well, that's life insurance. I don't need that stuff. But you end up both of these, the Roth and the life insurance component of this both give you tax free money down the road, tax free income, big deal taxes. We beat the tax drum frequently on this podcast, because it needs to be beaten. (laughs) Uh, And some of this (laughs) needs to be beaten into the heads of some of the people that are listening. So taxes are on sale, if you could do something different, you know, to not have taxes be a concern in the future take care of it right now because it's possible. So for Kevin, yeah, I think, you know, it's a great question because it, you know, you're going to miss the match, but there might be some other ways to put more dollars away and not have them be taxed in the future because of most I'm assuming Kevin that your your 401k was a traditional contribution so that was tax deductible to you today but taxable someday in the future. You know, so more than likely I
1: would say that's probably correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. He didn't so,
1: specify, but yeah, so don't. But well, that
0: was an answer, I don't know, but I kind of went around in a circle, but yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah. And so this certainly interesting because they are going to make that change, Kevin. Give Charles a call and just, just have a one-on-one and, and talk through it a little bit more because uh, there's probably, you know, he'd like to know, I'm sure, what, what other vehicles you're using, you know, for oh, retirement yeah. and things of that nature. And that, that can go a long way into trying to figure out a, a good strategy for you. 480-513-1830. 480-513-1830 is the number. All right. Annie in Tucson, as my wife calls it. (laughs) Uh, She was born in Tucson. That's okay then. She wants to make fun of it. That's right. That's right. So Annie in (laughs) Tucson, she says, Charles, most of my 401k is invested in company stock. And she puts, that's bad, isn't it? Question mark, question mark, question mark. (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, basically. Yeah. Unless it's a rocket stock, then it's still bad. You're you're not diversified enough. You've got way too much risk. You have two parts of risk. You have the investment risk of the stock of the company, and you also have the risk of they're paying you to work for them, and what if they don't like you anymore? So, you know, right, it, you've got all your eggs in your company basket, so diversify. We have a, w- both our daughters live in Tucson, and I will, one of them actually works for Intuit down there. We're happy to do that, and their Intuit stock, which is QuickBooks and TurboTax, has just been a rocket. So, you know, she invests in the company stock, but it's not the majority holding of it at all? Should you have some? Yeah, probably, but you know you've got to be really careful that you aren't so concentrated that if something bad happens, you're totally wiped out.
1: Yeah, I mean, think Enron, right? I mean, I hate to go think really, Enron. Yeah, exactly, I mean, it's a dated reference, but still, it's the classic. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it just obliterated people's financial wealth and hundreds of them, thousands of them.
1: Yeah. So and, and be careful. I, you know, P, Charles. Maybe you, you know people might say, "Well, something like that can't happen anymore, right?" We've taken precautions, but have we really? I don't. I don't think we have. So I think anything could happen. And even if you're on the board of directors and you're, you know, making decisions of what the company's future, having too much in your own company stock is just a bad idea. Period. Because you just never know what can happen, right?
0: Oh, exactly. And unless you want, yeah, I mean, you, you have to be careful. You have to have a plan. Or if you end up with your company stock, you know, in your yeah. in the 401k, yeah. you can hedge, you can hedge it using options or something else okay. outside of your 401k right. if you want to mitigate some of the risk, but that's, we're starting to get into this real esoteric stuff here and just don't be over concentrated in any one thing.
1: Well, what's a, just for just kind of a ballpark and what's a good idea for any one thing? No more than 10%? Is that a, is that pushing it?
0: Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's going to, you know, you ask a question, Mark, and it's a great question. And I'm going to give you my standard pad answer. And as it is, depends. It, it depends. You <laughs> right. know that. Right. You yeah. know that. But yeah, that, you know, a rule of thumb. Yeah, that's probably not a bad thing. It okay. just depends on, you know, it
1: depends. It depends. All right. Well, there you yeah. go. That's uh, that's anyway. that's that's our podcast for this week. <laughs> you know, give him a call, have a conversation, talk with him, let him know exactly. You're saying it's a significant portion. So, you know, what is significant? Uh, you're saying most of it. So is that, you know, 75, mm-hmm. 80, 90? What is it? And then you can have a conversation, Annie, about how to maybe pare that down and get yourself into more safe ranges And again, that could go with any type of investment where you maybe just have too much in one particular area. So with that, we'll say thank you so much for your time on the podcast. As always, feel free to submit your own questions at pelotoncapital.com. That is pelotoncapital.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Google or whatever platform you choose. Also give us a share. We would appreciate it if you'd share this with people who might benefit from it and let them know to check out the podcast. And you can subscribe, listen to past episodes, future episodes, and all that good stuff, because ultimately, financial choices matter. That's the name of our podcast. We appreciate your time. Charles, my friend, have yourself a great one. I will talk to you soon. Thank you, Mark. Maybe next time we'll have some fun. Uh, I have some fun. (laughs) I always have fun. We'll have more fun the next time. Now the challenge is on. All right, Uh, folks, you have a great one out there. We'll catch you later here on Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott.